Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. 33 days, 12 hours, and 38 minutes. Canary Islands to Antigua by sea. Five rowers, two brothers. It's been an incredible few weeks for our next guest. Garod O'Brien is part of the record-breaking Row Hard or Go Home 5. And he's on the line from, well, actually, where are you, Garod? Hey, fellas. So I'm in uh, Antigua in uh, in the Caribbean. So we just arrived a couple of days ago. A nice old place to put the feet up and rest after you rode across the Atlantic in record time, you maniacs. Yeah, transpires it's not the most efficient way to get here. <laughs> so, where did the idea come from to actually do this? Yeah, so myself and uh, Derek McMullen, who's a good friend of mine, we're both from, from uh, Rathstrom and Wicklow. We were sitting down having a coffee one day and uh, one of us suggested it and the other thought it was a good idea. And <laughs> the plan was... Uh, Oh, hang on, which which one of you suggested it? Which one of you thought it was a good idea? Okay, I'm I'm, I'm guilty, but he was he, he spurred me on. <laughs> right, <so>. okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, we we thought we'd try and get a team of four together, but that it would be a challenge. So we asked our, our closest group of friends, and uh, we actually ended up with nine people. So it's it's not just one boat; it's, we we actually had two boats. So with a team of five and a team of four and uh, in the early days we didn't even pick the teams we all just started the train and uh, we said that we'd have a big a big battle on the ocean and see which team would finish first so then about a year it, ago like, we, Is it true Garrod like none of you were trained rowers like you weren't into this sport before you decided to row across the Atlantic Yeah so one of the guys Shane Cullerton he used to row um, as a teenager in our <laughs> rowing club and he did some offshore offshore rowing with Oh well us, then uh, sure you're all qualified <laughs> yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I once knew a guy who did a thing <laughs> Yeah yeah you could say we're experts yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that was, so it was uh, yeah it was a bit of a journey all right and uh, we did we had an amazing coach uh, John Belton but he he'd never coached rowers either so um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a pattern emerging here to be honest with you Garoto. Yeah, yeah. okay yeah, but like yeah. it's all well and good sitting down and have over a coffee coming from a wild idea and even possibly starting to train for it but I mean rowing across the Atlantic is an absolutely insane undertaking we've spoken to people who've done it who have spent yeah. their entire lives at sea and they've built up to this moment where they took on the challenge you guys fresh on the boat as it were <laughs> we decided to give it socks I mean and then not only that but you absolutely smashed it in terms of time Did you, both you and the, the row hard to go home four guys you both finished it uh, within what was it your 33 days they were 35 days yeah yeah so I guess what we did was we, we just broke it down to first principles and said like you could be an amazing rower but if you're on a bad team or if your admin is bad or if your your drills are bad it's not going to be any good to you that you're an Olympic rower and mm. you can push hard for 30 minutes because you're going to have to row you know, 12 to 15 hours a day so we said well, look, look at this thing like a, a, a blank slate and, and break it down and then and then like go out there and, and try and race with the top teams because the top teams were you know professional rowers and made up from people who had huge experience who had big four or five year campaigns and a lot of people who'd done it before so they had the experience so um so we, we decided we, we would choose to be a little bit naive and just uh, and take the the Irish approach and go in and say, Well, let's give it socks and uh, and do our best and uh, it worked out all right. Yeah, technical was, giving I, it socks yeah, approach. I was expecting some kind of nugget of wisdom going through there. It was just like we no. just gave it socks for, for over no, no. a month at sea. There'll be no nuggets of wisdom here. Um, so, t- so tell us about the challenge itself that is to row across the Atlantic. You you left from the Canary Islands and you were targeting Antigua. I mean, okay. I know that if I was about to do this, I never would, but if I was about to do it, the thing that would stress me the most is get like going in a straight line. 
Like, I know that I would veer to the left and end up heading for Argentina or something. Yeah, and, and, and we actually couldn't go on a straight line because, um, you know, the weather gets gets pretty spicy out there. So a lot of the time you can't really choose where you're going. You have to go with the weather for a few days and then you spend the next few days trying to correct it. But, it, you know, I, I guess the, the, the window that we were aiming in was probably about 30 degrees. So you're one day you're going 30 degrees trying to get north and the next day you're trying to get south. And then another team will be coming... To, around in a different position so you're trying to cover them and, and position to co- cover them so um, it's only in the last week that you're looking gone. oh we better make sure we get the right island it would be a bit <laughs> there's a few of these Caribbean <laughs> islands here yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you've gone from being complete trainees to here you are surrounded by professional rowers what was it about the physical attempt and the physical demands that maybe you weren't expecting um, well Physically, actually, everyone did pretty good. Like the, te- the te- team four arrived yesterday and they stepped off the boat and, and they were fine, you know, because some of the teams are getting wheelchair off like they're in pretty bad shape. So, yeah. so our coach John Belton did a really good job of, of, of getting us prepared physically. And uh, but I think that I think the magic sauce was the team. You know, we, both of the teams were really really tight knit and we trained and worked together. And you know, we're all from the same background and, and really good mates. And, uh, and what it, kind at of the end tra- of the day, what kind of training did you do, Garo? Before you got in the water, was that? Um, you know, just rowing machines. Was it leg strengthening? Was it what did you have to focus on to prepare your bodies for this? Yeah, so we did like we did a lot of strength work in the gym, but then we we do these little silly challenges that were that were physical, but would also stress the mental side. So the first one to kind of get access to even participating on the team was you had to do twenty four hours of two hours rowing on a rowing machine, two hours rest, and you do it for twenty four hours. And then we did things like a 200 kilometer row on the rowing machine. So, like most people, when they go to the gym, they'll do 500 meters or a kilometer. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say, we I set. remember being set a thousand meter challenge in the gym once and I just went home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, we said you have to do 200 kilometers and it's a race. So, um, so we're all in, the, in a shed down in Tinahili and uh, it was like t- between 20 and 24 hours of just non stop, no sleep you know eating as, as quickly as you can and yeah. just so we did like 55 minutes rowing five minutes rest for, for 24 hours wow. and, and so we just keep, keep doing these different challenges and um, <clears throat> but the big thing was we, we had our rowing boat so we'd go out on the boat and uh, we rowed around the coast of Ireland and um, we do two three four day trips where do you go to the toilet like so <laughs> how big is the rowing boat well, I can answer that question if you like. The policy is you have a bucket and you chuck it. <laughs> okay, uh, it's got to be done. So the boat's not massive with a big, like, you know, bunks and bedrooms and all that, is it? Nah, it's tiny. It's seven meters long. It's like it's like a little um, a little life raft. Mm. With a, with a, so the deck is completely open and there's three rowing positions. And then at each end, there's a cabin, but it's only big enough that you can you can sit up in. And it's designed, the boat's designed for four people, so the five-person thing was just a bad idea. Um, so, because it meant that, like, you know, in the middle of the night, there'd be three guys rowing, and someone would be asleep in the front cabin, and someone's asleep in the back cabin, and there's a guy falling asleep on the oars to lose night. So he just lie down on the deck, and the waves are smashing out, covering them in water. And, and did the weather so, ever get, as you say, spicy, or so spicy that you were afraid you weren't going to make it? Yeah, well, one boat was lost this year, unfortunately. Um, so we had two two bouts of really bad weather. First started on Christmas Day, which was we had ideas of eating Christmas pudding and we had Christmas hats and tinsel, and it's still in a Ziploc bag. Actually, I must try and sell it to someone <laughs> over there. Uh, um, so yeah, Christmas Day got bad. We had three really bad days, and um, the other team broke two oars. We broke broke oar locks. Um, we burnt out our, our steering system, and as I said, one there was an American team that capsized and. Uh, 
they flooded one of their cabins and both didn't didn't um, didn't um, self right, so they had to get in their life raft and were picked up by a, a tanker that brought them right. to Canada. Okay, so, so they survived anyway. That's good. To Shane, to Derek, Garode yourself, Dearman, a Tom, and the other four who rode across the Rohar to go home for congratulations, absolutely amazing record breakers, and uh, we're really proud of you and glad you're all safe. Thanks, fellas. And, and the one, the one thing just to mention is that we were, we, we did all of this for the crack, but we also did it for two amazing charities, the Ornelay and uh, Laura Lynn. So people have been. We arrived in Antigua. We had no internet for five weeks. People were absolutely fantastic, and people have been donating away. So and how uh, much have you raised yeah. so far? Uh, I think it was this morning when we got up. It was around fifty-six thousand. So wow. um, our goal Fantastic. was thirty thousand. So if anyone, if anyone has a, a few, uh, few euro to spare, if you just go to our website, you'll be able to donate there. And so what's really the website? Tell everyone. Uh, Rowhard or gohome.com. There you go. Nice go one. and visit it. Donate a couple of quid. Well done, Garo. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. All the best. Amazing story. Thirty-one days, seventeen hours, and eight minutes. That's how. Um, oh no, that's what the winner, winners did it in, and uh, the lads did it in thirty-three days, twelve hours, and thirty-eight minutes. Yeah, and they came fifth overall. Not Absolutely. bad for lads who had never rowed in their lives. Dermot and Dave, weekdays from nine a.m. today.